Welcome to the Big Gay Fiction Podcast, the show for readers and writers of gay romance fiction. If you can read it, write it, watch it, or listen to it, these two guys are going to talk about it. Now, here are your hosts, Jeff Adams and Will Knaus. Welcome to Episode 7 of Jeff and Will's Big Gay Fiction Podcast. I'm Jeff. And I'm Will. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. It says, it, well, it says on our little list that we have up on the screen that I'm supposed to start the banter, and I'm like, um, how are you? <laughs> now I'm cracked up. That was awesome. Um, yeah, you're, you're laughing at me. That's a great way to start the podcast. Well, you were laughing. I think you were, I was laughing with you. Oh, golly. That you kind of broke out in the laughter first. Um, oh, goodness. Yes, here's another episode of us talking about stuff. Stuff. Things. Happy Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving week to you and to everyone listening. Us. We actually decorated the house this week for Christmas. We jumped a holiday because it was time to decorate and put sparkly stuff up. Yeah, I, well, if you're going to go to the trouble of um, decorating for the holidays, I think... Personally, you should. I feel like we should do it before Thanksgiving, simply because there's so much effort. Um, having a little bit of extra time to enjoy the spoils of said effort is nice. Yeah, because I'm always the one who also wants to leave it up, well, <laughs> like the extra week too. But uh, yeah, so I mean, but I mean, you know, do your own thing, have your own traditions, and yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. That's what we did yesterday. And that was a ball. I enjoyed it. Anyway, um, I guess we'll jump in. Sounds good. NaNoWriMo week three is over, and week four starts uh, today. It's Sunday as we record. Um, it's a big week for me because I finished yesterday. Woohoo! I'm very happy about that. It's the, Yay! It's the earliest I finished NaNo ever. Um you are Word Ninja. Ooh, I like that. They should do Word Ninja shirts. Um, I don't have my winter shirt yet, so he's kind of wearing a Nano shirt today in sort of in celebration or something. It's in transit. It's in the mail. We yeah. have a winter shirt on the way. It's in the mail. Yeah. Um, I had a better week traveling than I think I could have anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, I traveled Monday through Friday last week, and I managed to... Get an average of about 1,900 words a day uh, while I was traveling, which was surprising. Uh, I was writing pretty much at any opportunity I could. If I was on a plane, I was writing. If I was sitting in the airport, I was writing. I wrote during lunch. I wrote before I went to work. (laughs) I wrote sometimes in the evening. That's what word ninjas do. Um, And it's weird because I knew that I had the space to... Lose my train of thought. I had the space to actually... Well, you had a buffer. Not you, write as much yeah. and finish. I think the nano site was telling me I could write like 500 words a day between the time that I left mm-hmm. and the end of the month and still cross 50. Part of what made me write so much is I started writing the first book of the Codename Winger series, and I'm loving writing Theo. And I just kept going. I'm on chapter five of this book now. Um, about 12,000 words in, I do plan to keep the writing pace up through the rest of um, November. And conceivably, if I do that, I could put another 18,000 words away on that book um, before December ends. 
Uh, I am going to have to start weaving in another activity because I need to start editing Breakaway and Score because it's due uh, to JMS Books by the end of December. And it definitely needs a good edit and a beta read in the next five weeks. So that's also going to be happening between now and the end of the year anyway. So, yeah, I'm excited. Oh, and there's also a bonus coming for Hat Trick fans, too, because I ended up and threw in a little Christmas short story um, last Sunday and Monday, too. So that'll get edited, cleaned up, and put up on the blog. It's just a little Christmas freebie for the Hat Trick fans. Awesome. Sounds good. How was your week while I was gone? Well, my week was uh, mediocre. Um... Those gosh, where do you begin? I don't know. Well, you hinted at some of it last week when we were talking about Nano and kind of. Well, okay. First, first of all, uh, I uh, concerning Nano I have come to the realization that Nano is not for me, and uh, Nano is not for everybody, uh, and I. Uh, believe it is <laughs> not for me for the following reasons. Um, some people uh, thrive under the conditions of the challenge, you know, the, the time constraints and the word count, uh, and they also uh, uh, the the feeling of community uh, buoys them and and. I can't believe I just used that word. It <laughs> it pushes them forward to to get something done, uh, and those people thrive uh, during the challenge. But there are some people who uh, basically all of those things do the complete opposite. It's where the 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 word count and the the seeming pressure of a deadline makes people you know shut down creatively and i'm pretty sure that's what it does for me um uh it's nice that i have finally come to this realization Mm -hmm. after (laughs) many many years of trying you you would think i would have figured it out sooner than this but uh hey you know I, I eventually got it figured out. Um, it's just not my thing. Um, not that I don't support uh, NaNoWriMo, uh, the organization, because I do. I think it's a, a, an amazing thing. It gets people creative, gets people writing, and the different programs um, that they uh, they run out of Office of Letters and Light are really amazing. Uh, they do some really uh, tremendous stuff other than the challenge every November. So I still um, wholeheartedly support their mission statement. Um, it's just probably uh, not something I'm ever going to uh, complete personally. So I came to that realization this week. <laughs> I have failed yet again, but... Uh, um, yeah, it'll be the last fail on that. It'll be the last better. time. I know. I know. Yeah, I figured it out, and I know better now. And he's very supportive. He has supported me nonstop through 
20, 20 days. I try. 21 days so far of holding up and writing to, to get where it's at. I know you'll, you'll stand there with pom-poms as I keep going <laughs> for the next nine. So I want to, you know, wish congratulations to Jeff and to everyone else out there who is listening who has completed the challenge. Um, or who's still plugging away. Or if you're still plugging away... Uh, and still determined to hit that word count before um, the clock strikes midnight on December 1st, um, uh, you can do it. Yeah, keep going. And remember, too, it really isn't all about that final 50K, because whatever you have, whatever you end up with at the end of November 30th is more than you had than when you started the month anyway. Indeed. Whether it's 500 words, 1,000 words, 10,050, or... To the overachievers, you know, a hundred. Because <laughs> I know some people who are already headed towards a hundred thousand. So, yeah. yay for them! I can't quite crank that much in a month. No. no. Um, we got fan email this week. Yes, we did. It's which was awesome, crazy, amazing. Uh, we've been getting Cra- amazing. Oh, that's what it was. You'll spell so, that later, so right? Spell it, but. Because uh, we've gotten some nice feedback on Facebook and on Twitter um, and on the blog and some comments. But this was the first piece of, like, email. And it was really cool. It came from Jillian. Um, one of the things that I thought was really awesome about it is that she, through the podcast, figured out a connection through Joanna Penn. Uh, Jillian had heard, and we mentioned this back on the GRL episode, which I think was episode two uh, that we, on our drive down, had tweeted Joanna Penn that we were listening and going to GRL. Jillian heard the shout-out that Joanna Penn gave us and then heard the GRL episode and connected all the dots to that we were the ones that Joanna had shouted out. So it's cool that we got kind of a Joanna Penn 360 connection going on there, as it were. Um, she also recommended a book to us called uh, 2K to 10K from Rachel Aaron, which I believe you've read. I have read, yes, indeed. Is it good? I I um I did I mention it on the build up to NanoRimo episode. I don't think so. I think you mentioned LA Wit I and sh- um Oh yeah, I didn't mention that. Which Jillian said she was going to pick up based on our recommendation. Yes. Well, I should have mentioned it in the the build up to uh NanoRimo episode. Um Rachel Aaron is an author and she's primarily um, known for uh, this span- uh, a fantasy series that she's written, and the uh, name unfortunately escapes me. Um, she's written this how-to book uh, on fast drafting called 2K to 10K, and it's essentially, um, it started as a blog post on her website. She, uh, the blog post took off, uh, and was shared just all over the place and became extremely popular. And she took that post and expanded it and turned it into a, a small ebook that has continued to just, you know, go uh, crazy amongst writers um, because it's uh, very, very lean. It's short, but there's a ton of very useful and insightful information. And basically, the whole book is about. Uh, fast drafting and how she went from uh, when she turned uh, pro, how she took her word count for from um, 2,000 words a day to 10,000 words a day. 
on certain days. She doesn't write 10,000 words every single day. She, you know, specifically points that out. But uh, this, the book uh, details her uh, methods of uh, uh, writing fast and what you need in order to do that. So anyone who's interested in uh, getting that first draft down uh, lickety-split, such as <laughs> for uh, NaNoWriMo, uh, give the book uh, a look. It's on Amazon, and it's 99 cents, and uh, well worth the read. Highly recommended. Okay, we'll link to that in the show notes this week. Yeah. Uh, Jillian also asked us a couple questions. Uh, her first one was wondering what we like to read most. Uh, for me, there's a lot of YA in what I read, since it's also one of the primary genres that I write in. Uh, it's not always gay YA, necessarily. I'll read, I've will read. i read Hunger Games. I uh, love the Harry Potter series. Um, in terms of gay YA, I'm a big fan of uh, David Levithan, who we talked a little bit about last week. Um, Alex London, Bill Konigsberg. I mean, I could list on and on and on the authors in the books uh, in that genre. I do love... Uh, Gay Romance also, and have written some of that, um, and the list of authors in that one could go on for days, so we'll just move that on. I do general fiction sometimes, too, uh, like Michael Chabon, Jay McInerney, Douglas Copeland, and some others. So I'm a little all over the place. I'm not a one-genre uh, guy by any, any means. Are you going to do what, you're, what you most like to read? You just kind of left that there. <laughs> I was leaving the door open for you to go, so Will. Oh, sorry, I just looked at you to get that transition done. <laughs> well, what I like to read, um, I haven't been reading a, a lot of fiction lately. Um, as primarily, I have been reading uh, nonfiction, mainly uh, there's some, been some self-help books that I have uh enjoyed and some uh books on writing and technique um fiction wise i the only thing that you know comes to the top of my head recently in the last couple of months is uh i've beta read for jeff and for a couple of writer friends some you know of course gay fiction um uh, which is, you know, my preferred genre to read. Uh, I just haven't been reading a lot of it lately. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. The other question that Julian had was, within romance, with so many different times or types of romance, kind of what our favorite stories to write are, and are they different from what we read? Uh, I think I definitely, for the most part, tend to write in the area that I read uh, quite a lot. Uh, hockey is a consistent element um, in what I write, um, and I do read a lot of hockey uh, MM romance. I've got a whole shelf on Goodreads that I just keep stocked with books on my to read list um, that are all that all have hockey as an element. There's usually a hockey player trying to fall in love within most of those books. Um, as I said, I read a lot of YA as well. Uh, I'm taking kind of my first turn in YA with the Codename Winger series because it's not, it will not have romance at its core. Uh, the teen at the center of it has a boyfriend, but how they met and why they're, why they're boyfriends is inconsequential to what goes on. It's just part of the story that they are boyfriends. Uh, so we'll see how that pans out and uh, 
if it's a genre that I'll kind of stick with, but there's a parody there for me on kind of what I read and what I write. Um, I'm reading two different books right now that fall into that same thing. Cause I'm reading, uh, Wade Kelly's no jocks don't date guys that comes out in December. Um, I got the arc for that so I could reread it to review it, uh, since I baited it earlier this year. And then I also, on the trip, I started the audiobook for Brandon Witt's Then the Stars Fell, uh, which is quite awesome. I can't believe I haven't read a Brandon Witt book before now. Um, I got two hours left on that book, uh, and I'm eager to get that done uh, to see where it ends, because this story of the, of, the, of the rancher falling in love with the town vet has been quite good. Uh, do you have something to add to that question? To what, what, um, no, not really. Okay. Um, because I haven't been writing any fiction lately. Um, I have been reading, uh, as well as some of the nonfiction that I have been reading, I have been, uh, reading a certain, uh, subgenre of gay romance that, uh, um, I was curious about and, uh, I was, uh, I was interested in exploring exploring that genre uh in my writing so i've i've been um reading some of the uh popular authors in that particular subgenre and i'm being purposely vague because um if if i do uh eventually publish in this very specific subgenre um it will probably be under a pen name so uh yeah, so I have been reading a little bit of gay fiction. I was also uh, lucky enough to also beta read No Jocks Don't Date Guys by Wade Kelly. Um, I believe I looked at that. It was yeah. like sometime this summer, yeah. uh, which is a really terrific book. Uh, even in that early incarnation, uh, I really enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, you'll have to tell me what you think when you read the the the... What's the word? I'm the arc. The arc. The, yeah. The fancy edited, upgraded version. Or, or so far, so good. Okay. I'm good. about good. According to the Kindle, I'm about thirty percent in. And okay. I don't see any huge changes yet. Mm-hmm. I know some of what she did to it before it got to the to the final stage, but so far, it's the same fun book that it is. And once I get it done, I'll certainly talk about it here um, as well. And she'll be visiting um, the website on her blog tour. Yay. As well. Yeah. That'll be awesome. We won't have her back on the podcast, and she was just on and talked about the book back in episode three. Mm-hmm. But she will be on the blog um, as part of her blog tour cool. um, coming up in a couple weeks. Um, I think you watched movies this week while I was gone. I did. I watched a couple of movies that I wanted to mention here on the podcast. The first, well, basically both of them, I'm kind of late to the party on these. Um, the first one I want to talk about is I finally saw... Uh, Tangled, the Disney movie based, of course, on Rapunzel, um, which I really, really enjoyed. It's a really terrific movie. Um, I don't know why it took me this long to finally <laughs> see it, but I did. Um, I really liked the way... I I feel... Um, I think it falls into the same camp as uh, Frozen, meaning... Uh, but it, oh gosh, what am I trying to say? In in the same way as that they took a a slightly obscure, not well, maybe not obscure, a slightly uh, obs- 
obscure fairy tale with some very dark overtones and uh, lightened it up, you know, you know, quote unquote, Disney-fied it, uh, but in the best way possible. Um, uh, the Snow Queen, which uh, Frozen uh, was based on, is really kind of, it's a dark messed up story and frankly i think frozen is like way better (laughs) (laughs) um and in the original rapunzel there's some sort of dark messed up stuff that happens at the end as well um and i really think disney really fleshed out the characters in in, uh intelligent uh and interesting and amusing way of course as as they do so i really really enjoyed that um yeah, if you're like one of the one or two people who haven't seen Tangled, go... That'd be me. <laughs> go see it. Or rent it. Yeah. Uh, I'd recommend that. Also, I wanted to talk about, real quick, about a movie called Eastsiders. Eastsiders is written, was written, produced, and stars a guy named Kit... Oh, I'm going to get his name wrong. I didn't write it down. Um, I believe it's Kit Williamson. And he stars alongside Van uh, Hansis, who was, um, uh, I'm also going to get this wrong too. I'm 99% sure it was. uh, As the World Turns? As the World Turns. He was on As the World Turns. Anyway, so they they play a a gay couple in this um, movie, which was actually originally a web series. when it originally aired online, uh, each of the you know episodes was a, a separate vignette um, uh, that takes place um, over the course of a year, um, uh, detailing sort of the ups and downs of their uh, messed up relationship, um, and messed up uh, in the most interesting and amusing way possible. Um, I really recommend it. I, if you liked looking, um, <laughs> you'll you'll probably get into uh, Eastsiders as well. Um, yeah, I know there were a lot of people who did not like looking. Um, this uh, the only reason I compare the two is because I think it has the a slightly similar vibe of following you know, gay Gen Y guys and how they kind of stumble through life uh, and exploring, you know, growing up and relationships, that kind of thing. So if you're into that and if you think that's interesting, I would highly recommend checking that out. You can either, I believe, rent it on Netflix. Um, You can rent it on Amazon or you can, it's actually streaming for free for Prime members, which is how I watched it. Uh, and I believe that Eastsiders Season 2 is currently uh, airing. I'm not sure how or where. Uh, I haven't completely investigated that yet. I'll see what I can dig up for the show notes. So, so yeah, check out Eastsiders. I thought it was really good and really smart. Cool. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to catch up on some theatrical films over Thanksgiving weekend. Well, that's usually kind of our thing. Yeah, I want to see Hunger Games really desperately, but didn't want to deal with the opening opening mm-hmm. day crowds. And uh, check out Peanuts, too. Peanuts, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, Peanuts <laughs> movie. 
<laughs> you didn't you didn't enunciate. I thought it might have sounded like you wanted to check out penis. <laughs> so it was I was just clarifying Charlie Brown for our movie. listening audience, that's all. See now I may have to click the explicit <laughs> box on iTunes. Penis is not an explicit no. word. No, it's not. Um It's an animal. And maybe word, maybe Spectre too. Potentially. Depends on how often we want to go to the movies next week, but True. Yeah. Hunger Games is top of that list, uh, for sure. Um, anything else to talk about this week? Nope, I think that is it. All right. Well, next week we're excited. Uh, Tammy Middleton, who writes under the name of T.M. Smith, uh, will be joining us for an interview to talk about her latest book. She goes out on blog tour for that starting on the 27th, so we'll provide you a link to that so you can catch the early part of the blog tour if you want, and she'll be joining us on the uh, show that will release on Monday, November 30th. So something to look forward to there. As always, you can leave us comments on BigGayFictionPodcast.com for Episode 7 or on YouTube if you're watching the video. You can also send us an email to Jeff and Will at BigGayFictionPodcast.com. And when you're at the website, you can also sign up for our monthly newsletter, which we still need to figure out what that's going to be. <laughs> so we can send it out in a couple weeks for December. Um, so that does it for this week. If you're in the U.S., have a great Thanksgiving, and we will see you back here next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Jeff and Will's Big Gay Fiction Podcast. For detailed show notes, go to BigGayFictionPodcast.com. 